So when I was in middle school, my parents put me in orchestra camp, and it was an eight-week program. And our our, uh, our routine was that uh, they would wake me up pretty early, and then I'd go downstairs. And my parents would make me breakfast, and they would leave for work, and I would have about an hour to go back upstairs to shower, to change, and walk to school before camp started. And uh, after school, after the program, I would play basketball with my friends. I'd hang out with them. Then I would walk back home, and I would have about an hour before my parents would get home after work. And it was our routine that we did for for it was supposed to be the whole summer, but Halfway through this summer, a thought popped into my head. My parents are probably not going to come home from work in the middle of the day, which means if I skip a couple of days, they won't ever notice. They won't ever know. And so one day I decided to put that theory to the test. So it was a Thursday morning and uh, my parents woke me up and I went downstairs and I had breakfast and they left for work and I went back upstairs to take a nap. And as I was taking a nap, I started getting a little bit nervous, right? What if my parents get here and, and I'm at home, what am I gonna do? So, so I decided around the house, around the street from our house was a park. I decided I'm just gonna go hang out at the park and play soccer with friends. So I went to the park and I played soccer for a couple hours and then I came back home and, and I started watching Nickelodeon. And after a while of watching TV, I thought to myself, my parents might come home. I probably shouldn't be here. I started getting nervous, right? And so I decided to call my friend Ernie, who lived at the next street over. And I went to his house, and we played music, we played video games, and then I came back home, watched some more TV, and uh, eventually my parents came home after work, and everything was good. Nothing happened. Well, the next day, that Friday, I thought, I'm going to put this to the test again. And... Um, Let's just say I, I got caught that day. I was, I woke up, I was, uh, you know, I went back to sleep. I started watching TV and about mid morning, all of a sudden I hear the garage door open up. And I'm just thinking, I just got caught. Like one of my parents is home, what am I gonna do, right? And I'm trying to come up with a lie. I'm trying to think of a way that I can uh, run out the back door and pretend I'm at school. Like I try to come up with all these different ideas, but the reality is my dad walked into the garage door and I got caught, I got in trouble. I've been thinking a lot about that story as we begin Advent, and, I, and I'm thinking about it because if I had been living my life that day, expecting my dad to return, I probably would have been uh, living very differently. I probably would have actually gone to camp. If I was expecting my dad to show up from work that day, I probably would have uh, go ahead and gone to school, or maybe I would have gone to the park for the day. I would have, I would have lived life differently if I had been my, expecting my dad to come home that day. You see, I think that's at the heart of our text uh, for, for, for this first week of Advent. I think at the heart of it, uh, it it's about uh, when we live our lives expecting Jesus to come, we live differently, we act differently, we, we have different priorities. I want you to listen to this text. It's like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, this is Jesus speaking, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. Think about this story for a second. This, this, this homeowner, this, this master, decides to leave, and he's going to leave his, his slaves continuing to do the work they're supposed to be doing. And, and the moral of the story is that these slave workers have to keep working as if the master is going to come back at any point. But think about it for a second. If all of a sudden they find out that, uh, they start thinking that their master might not come back today, they're going to start, uh, start avoiding the things they're supposed to be doing. If they're supposed to mow the yard and they know that the master is not going to come today, maybe they'll leave it for tomorrow. 
if they're supposed to be uh, working inside the house and they know their master won't be here today, maybe they'll put that off for the next couple days. I mean, I do that in my house. I hate mowing the yard. I absolutely hate mowing the yard. And if I know that nobody's coming to the house, then I'm just going to put it off for a couple more days because th there's nobody coming. See, as Jesus shares this story, he's saying, live as if you're expecting the master to uh, show up at any moment. Live as if you're expecting this homeowner to, live, uh, to come back at any moment. And we're being challenged to live as if Jesus is going to come back at any moment. Friends, this, this Advent season, we're called to live as if Jesus' birth is about to happen at any moment. And when we live that way, we begin to live life differently. We begin to set different priorities in our lives. Friends, this week, we not only start Advent, but we start one of the busiest seasons of our lives. Even though there's a global pandemic happening, December tends to be one of the busier months for all of us. There's presents to be uh, bought and wrapped and possibly even shipped. There's uh, errands to be run. There's projects at work that need to be done. There's parties that we're called to attend. There's meals that need to be prepared. There's finals to be taken at school. There's Christmas decorating to be done. Our homes have to get cleaned. There is so much to get done. There's so many places we need to be. There are so many directions that we're about to get pulled into this Advent season, this December. And all of them, even if they go virtual, all of them will require our time, our attention, our preparation. Friends, if this Advent season, we don't live actively awaiting Jesus' birth, we're going to get our priorities all wrong. If this Advent season, we just assume that uh, we don't know when Jesus' birth is going to happen. We don't know when Jesus is coming. We can put everything off till later. If we live that way, our priorities are going to get uh, out of whack. See, if we live life thinking that for 23 days in December, we can prioritize the, the, our to-do list and then show up to church on December 24th and, and experience the fullness of Advent and experience the fullness of Jesus' birth, that, then we have no idea what we're talking about. Friends, if we're going to experience the, the fullness of Jesus' birth, the fullness of Jesus coming into this earth and, and taking on flesh, if we're going to experience the fullness of what is Christmas, then, then we have to be willing uh, to live as if Jesus is coming at any moment. To live as if Jesus' birth can happen at any moment. Friends, if we live our lives this Advent season, forgetting that Jesus' birth is coming soon, then we will begin to prioritize our, our Christmas to-do list. And we're going to miss what this whole season is all about. This Advent season, I hope we will keep our hearts focused on the coming of Jesus. This Advent season, I pray that we will keep our hearts focused on this birth that we are uh, awaiting. See, Advent's supposed to be a season of preparation. It's a time when we set our eyes on the coming of Jesus. It's a time when we await the birth of Jesus. And, and, and when we live awaiting that then we begin to live accordingly. 
We begin to prioritize different things. We begin to be okay with not finishing our to-do list, with not buying all the presents, with not having the house as clean as we wanted to. We begin to prioritize differently. We live as if we're awaiting this birth. So the question is, how do we do that? For this Advent season, as we await the birth of Jesus, as we await the coming of Jesus, how do we do that? How do we prioritize and live as if we're awaiting this birth? It's very simple. We have to be uh, intentional about practicing our means of grace. Friends, these next uh, couple weeks, these next four weeks as we journey through Advent, it's important that we prioritize worship weekly. Whether it's online, whether it's in person, prioritize worship weekly. Find time every week to spend, it, uh, spend some time in prayer. Even if it's just before a meal, spend some time in prayer. Grab a Bible and start reading it. Look, if you open your Bible, uh, the book of Matthew has 28 chapters. If you start reading today, you can finish it before the, uh, and you start reading one chapter a day, you can finish it before the end of the month. Make time to serve those in need. Find tangible ways to serve those in need. Meet regularly with a group of fellow Christians who can help you deepen and grow your faith. And if there's anything distracting you from all of this, find some time to lay those things aside and refocus on Jesus. Friends, I pray that we may live as if we are awaiting the birth of Jesus. Because that's what this season is all about. And I pray that we don't miss it. I pray that we may live accordingly. I have a friend who recently had a baby. And I've been thinking about her and I've been thinking about this text. And I've been thinking if we don't prioritize living as if we're awaiting this baby, it would be as if she had found out she was pregnant and then doesn't show up again until the day the baby's born. There's so much that happens in between, right? Friends, this Advent season, I pray that we may live in that in-between. May we live awaiting the birth of Jesus. May we live prioritizing our relationship with God over everything else, over all the busyness that's about to come our way. Because I don't know about you, but I would rather live my life awaiting this birth and living accordingly than to get wrapped up in the busyness, into the stress, into the worry that tends to come every December. Friends, may it be so. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I give you thanks this Advent season. And God, as we enter into this season, I pray that uh, we may live awaiting your birth. That we may live awaiting your coming. God, I pray that this Advent season, that we don't get wrapped up into the busyness, into the stress, into everything that it's going to call and require of us. But may we instead continue to focus on you. May we deepen our faith through the season. God, may we live as if your birth is just right around the corner. And because of that, we choose to prioritize you. God, I pray this in your most precious and most glorious name. Amen.